You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I think you're going to really love today. I've got with me somebody that I'm going to interview that I have been friends with now for a few years. And it's somebody that shares the same values as me online. And I could see that straight away as soon as I met this person. And so if you kind of like the way I do things, I know you're going to love the way that this guest does things. So I want to introduce you to Raymonda Jan. So she helps entrepreneurs, speakers and authors to become visible experts in their field. And she's done some amazing things over the past few years, which I'm going to delve into in a second. So welcome to the podcast, Raymonda. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's so amazing to be here. It's great to see you. I want to start with, I remember when I was first like watching you online, you were kind of new. And then all of a sudden, you really quickly, and I saw you working hard to do it, but you really quickly on Instagram was celebrating like 100,000 followers. I think you did it in like a year of your business. Tell me how you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody asks this question and it's so interesting because I didn't actually set out to create 100,000 followers on our Instagram. But what I recognized that Instagram was a platform where my ideal audience were spending the most time, where I wanted to build my brand persona, not for myself, but for my business, and create that brand. Because when I started um, Women in Business community and events, we actually didn't have a website. We didn't have a logo. We didn't have anything for the first year. We were just doing what we were doing. And we had a community, small, but, it, you know, it was impactful. And when I decided which platform to choose, Instagram felt like uh, the right platform to showcase what I wanted our brand to look like visually and build that vision for the women. And I dedicated myself to one post a day. And I was very, very diligent with choosing the right of the type of content, building the brand, making sure that I am connecting with my audience, responding, following, engaging, and tracking our progress. So for the first four months, um, I diligently, every single day, was posting and doing all the things that working with the right algorithm. And within the first four months, we got to 10,000. And as soon as we got to 10,000, every single month, it was just crazy. We would get 10,000 followers every single month. (laughs) Amazing. It's such a good way to start it off as well, because then women in business became so impactful. And I saw so many people collaborating from your audience and doing things together and, and networking, which is what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Had so much fun doing it. Yeah, it's it's so good. And I think one of the things that you did on your Instagram that wasn't that popular at the time, you really, um, you you made the aesthetic really work. It was really eye-catching every time you went on there. You knew it was you. When you were scrolling, you could stop at the one that you knew was women in business, which is a really great thing to do as well. So you then went on to build different things you've been doing lots of you know you're a multivisionary you do lots of different things and I see you doing those things in the past couple of years what's been 
your biggest challenge and what's been your biggest success? I think challenge wise is ourselves. Us as entrepreneurs and business owners, we get in our own way. We doubt ourselves. Sometimes we unsure which direction to go or we have ups and downs. And navigating that with confidence and finding a way through some of those challenges has been really the biggest challenge. And I always say entrepreneurship is the biggest personal development journey you could ever go on. And it never ends you always find new challenges and new things to face. So really having to face myself, my own fears and doubts, and grow personally as a leader and as entrepreneur. Some of the biggest successes, I guess, was a blessing in disguise when our international events has got cancelled. So in 2020, when the pandemic hit, we had six international events planned. One of them was in Atlanta, which I planned for three months, literally put everything, my my heart and soul into it. And when the pandemic hit, we had to cancel it. And I recognized that it wasn't just me going through this. It was everybody else as well. So that gave me a lot of comfort. But this was where I was faced with question. Do we sink or swim? Because it would have been easy to sink. And, And I saw so many people sink at that stage who their main business had been in person events. Yeah, I mean, for us, has been in-person events. And I've always wanted to do a virtual summit because our audience has always been global. But um, it's almost like, okay, maybe next year, maybe later. Well, I really want to do these live events because the, per- the energy within live events are just magnetic. But this is where it forced us to really reevaluate what we're doing, how we're doing it, and do something different. And that blessing in disguise of having to pivot our live event to virtual within four weeks and attracting some amazing, big caliber female entrepreneurs to speak on our stage and have more than 2,000 people attracted within weeks to our summit was really unheard of. And I ran the whole event live, which I later found out was completely insane thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. And this is what I do. I tend to just go out, face my fears, because a lot of the times it's that fear in our mind that says, well, are you really going to do this? Can you do it? And for me, it's like, well, watch me. Yeah, Yeah. if people don't think you can, you're going to go do it to prove that you can do it. (laughs) You have to have that determination. As an entrepreneur, you have to have that determination because no one else is going to give you a paycheck at the end of the month. Nobody else is going to show you opportunities unless you go out and get it. So as a leader, I found this was the trait that I, I needed to master within myself and really go for it without any fear. Because in the end of the day, some things will fail. And within the business, some things will fail and have failed in the past. But some things like the Women Thrive Summit has succeeded tremendously. And now we are on our third year in 2022. We hosted more than 100 speakers on our platform. We've been endorsed by Mr. Les Brown. We have worked with amazing charities, raised some money, had more than 4,000 attendees across the two events we have already hosted, produced a magazine, And now we're about to launch a whole media platform to create a platform for women to share their voice. So uh, an online magazine and as well as TV shows. So 
as much as the Women Thrive was a pivot, it has become a huge community of its own. But that's brilliant because I think that a lot of the times when we look back, the things that we thought were going to end us were going to be our hardest problems to solve have actually been the beginning of the best parts of our lives. And I know that when I look back and I look at, you know, some some ridiculous things like when I got pregnant with twins, I thought, oh, that's that. That's my career over with. If I hadn't got pregnant with twins, I would not be a multimillionaire now. I just wouldn't be here. When I was being bullied in the industry in the first year and I was like, you know, I can't do this. This is the biggest challenge I've ever had to face. That is why I have now succeeded, because it showed me what I really wanted to be and who I really wanted to be. And I think that you've just really proved that there, like something that most people would have said, thought, God, you know, this pandemic, I do everything in person. This is going to ruin my whole business. It's actually now you look back, it is it's been a massively amazing thing for your business and for you and your brand, which is now known because of that summit which is fantastic. And the collaborations that have come out of that have been fantastic as well. And, and the people and the networking have been brilliant. And what I've learned from you, like watching you, is that when adversity hits, and you can when you're online as much as you and I are, people can see when there's adversity, when things have gone a little bit wrong, when something usually in our personal lives has happened that meant that we've had to change what we're doing, like me with health over the past year, people were able to see it and they texted me. But when you've had adversity, you've changed it into something that's positive for you. And I think that's a really, really important lesson. And I've tried to do the same. In the last year, you've had some hard times, and it actually meant you taking some time out, didn't it? Yeah. Most people wouldn't. I mean, you took six months off work and you've come back stronger and your brand is stronger and your business is stronger. And yet most people would be afraid, if we're honest about it, to look after themselves instead of their business for six months. Yeah. Adversity really hit me this year. And I was living a life where I felt like it wasn't truly truthful to me and my values anymore and I was in a relationship and living at home where I didn't feel happy anymore I was compromising myself my values my business and who I wanted to be and this is where I had to ask myself those hard questions are you going to stay here and live a lie or are you actually going to do something about it and doing something about it means it could have a a real adverse effect on so many things, including your business. Yeah, absolutely. I had to change everything, you know, and I have had to make that decision. It was scary. It was really difficult to do that because again, with that person, I spent more than six years and we had our stepdaughter. So, you know, home dynamics was difficult to change so quickly and I had nowhere to go I had no home to go I had nothing to to say okay here is my plan one day I just woke up and I said this is it I'm packing my bags and I'm leaving and in that process it was really scary and I had to change my life around completely I moved countries uh, in that process and throughout this process I decided to keep my social media followers involved in the process Because what I was doing was I was making this decision not just for me, 
but also for the women's lives that I am touching and impacting. Because I saw other people going through similar stuff that I was going through. So when I made that decision that felt like I've had to have so much strength, I felt encouraged knowing that this part of my life and this decision will inspire or encourage somebody else to take control of their lives. And I shared and I was very transparent with what was going on and my move and, you know, that transformation. And at that time, I really, I was going through a lot internally and I just did not have the capacity to work or show up for anyone because I had to do the inner work myself. I was no good to anybody because I have had to go through those stages of ups and downs. And some days I would be no good really for for anything, you know, not even to show up on one Zoom call. I did a little bit of work throughout because my book was just released. So I was getting a lot of interviews, (laughs) podcasts and people calling and asking me to speak on different stages. So I, I tried to maintain where I could show up, but work-wise, I have taken the time off. And coming out of it, six months later, I decided this is time for me to step back. I got my life together. I moved to a new country. I got myself a home on the beach. I started to design the life that I wanted and started to see, okay, here is my vision. Here's how I want to live. For me, here's my values. Who am I as a person on my own? as a woman who, you know, who is single, who is she? So I had to ask those questions and go through that transformation. And what I found that when I did step back into my shoes in my work, the connection and the response from my audience was completely different. Because you are completely different. It was effortless. Everything I was doing become effortless, where before it was like pushing, pushing, pushing. Now it was more showing up and allowing everything around you come to you. And I, it, until today, still surprises me the things that actually happen in my life. They're just so aligned. And I feel like, where are these blessings coming from? <laughs> and you know what? They're coming from you. And, and that's why I love your story, because... I think that when you don't feel aligned to your own life, everyone can feel it, you know, like people feel it when I wasn't aligned to my life, when I was, you know, just, just chasing the money, which is definitely a part of what I've been through over the past few years, people can feel it. They can feel that that's not really who you are. And I think that as soon as you really connect to yourself and decide that you're going to find out who you really are and what you really care about people can feel it and then everything just starts working everything has this flow to it that you know you didn't have before and that's why I think it's important sometimes that we do take that time out you know I've had probably three months off in the past year myself to just focus on me and my health because if I'm not aligned, if I'm just pushing, I'm going to do it anyway, even though I feel awful in my body, I'm going to do things anyway. That's not helpful to anybody. It's so much better to actually take that time out. And your business doesn't fail if you take time out. When you put a hiatus on things, it doesn't fail. Those people are still there and they will still be there for you when you get back, especially if you do what you did, which is take them along for the journey. And just embracing that because life will hit you. There will be lessons that you will have to learn and there will be moments. And most people tend to hide 
and you know hide and feel that shame and embarrassment of what's going on and we as women specifically being shamed for our choices a lot of the time and luckily just before I have made this leap I was speaking to somebody um, who was um, also mentored by Les Brown at the time and I was speaking to this gentleman he said to me let go of shame let go of fear here's what I do with my clients this is how I work with my clients to help them release that shame and fear and when I listened to him that conversation was very transformational for me and I realized that shame and fear really just holds us back from who we truly are and showing up authentically but when you do when you let go of shame and fear you just become you unstoppable and there is nothing to worry about because the masks that we wear this, this isn't true you. Yeah, it's not who you are anyway. No, and you're not, you're not allowing other people to see who you are because you keep wearing this mask. And this is everywhere. Everyone does this, especially on social media. So when you tear down those masks and you start to show up as yourself and you're not afraid of judgment, shame or fear, then you just start to show up differently. And this is what I got rid of before I made that leap. And me showing up online was just, it was fine as it is, even if it's not perfect and messy. Come yeah. along for the ride. Me- I think messy is good. It was great to watch you go through it because I saw you come out the other side of it. And actually, even watching you, I knew how many people you would be helping who would be going through the same thing. And I think sometimes we don't dare to be vulnerable online because of that judgment, that shame, that fear. But if we can be judged, if we can just let go of all of that and just be really vulnerable about what we're really going through, then we are helping so many people because we are never the only ones going through something. And we have a platform that enables us, we're really fortunate enough to have a platform that enables us to show people what is really happening behind the scenes so that they can be helped as well, which I think is, is fabulous. And it's great to be around people like you who, who do that, who show it, who, who do drop the mask, because I think that actually they're few and far between. And they're definitely the people that I'm attracted to working with, people that are being real and raw. So what's next for you? Like you've come back, you're, you're properly in your zone now, you've come back when's the next summit and you know what else have you got going on (laughs) where do I begin I start blushing when people ask me this question (laughs) (laughs) we have a next summit so every March uh, we host a women thrive summit for women history month which is a very exciting event and this has really become a platform for women to have those very important discussions and collaborations and conversations around topics that people don't usually have (laughs) This is happening in March, but we're currently releasing a media platform. So publishing platform, like a magazine where women are able to contribute their stories. I'm very excited about that because I believe that there aren't enough media outlets and platforms that highlight entrepreneurial and successful, impactful women who are doing amazing things in the business. So I'm very excited about taking people on a journey with me on that. And also we're producing a TV show, which is going out to all the main platforms on Roku TV, Amazon. And yeah, this is some exciting conversations to be had with women again, hosting panels and conversations with other female entrepreneurs. How exciting. There's so much going on. What a brilliant year you're going to have. 
if people want to come along for the ride and see what you're doing, where is the best place for them to follow you? The best place, I guess, is following us across social media, Women in Business Club on our Instagram or Women Thrive Summit. So the two websites are womeninbusiness.club and womenthrivesummit.com or womenthrivemagazine.com. So I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Really exciting. I'll drop those links in, guys, if you want to click and go and follow Thank you for having this little chat with me today, Ramondra. It's been lovely to talk to you again. And thank you, everybody else, for coming on and listening and supporting this podcast. We, you know, we can't have these conversations if there's no one listening. And I get so many messages from you, it makes me really happy. So thank you for listening. I will be back next week with another podcast for you. And I hope you have an amazing week, whatever it is you're doing. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.